I welcome you again today to this moment around God's Word and prayer. So glad to have you. Hebrews 13, the last couple of verses, verse 20 and 21. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, may he equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We're looking at some of the great blessings in Scripture this week. If they are used, these blessings, to close a service or to end a letter, like ending this letter of Hebrews, then we would call it a benediction. They're powerful. And this probably is the most theologically comprehensive benediction we'll find in the Scriptures. It starts with the God of peace. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus. So he's embedding the gospel itself into this, into this benediction. Um, he said the God of peace is the one who through the blood of Christ purchased a covenant, ratified, sealed a covenant with us, a relational agreement that is dependent on what God did for us, not what we do for God. He shed his blood to forgive our sin. And in that shedding of blood, as the case with Old Testament covenants, that covenant was ratified by the shedding of blood, like, like the pouring out of life, like may our lives be poured out, like may we die if any of the terms of, these, uh, of this covenant are broken. And, and God didn't ask us to make that covenant with him. He made that covenant with us. He shed his blood. And so may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant, brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ. So this is both covenant and confirmation. As Paul would say at the end of Romans 4, he was delivered to death for our sins, but he was raised for our justification. The resurrection of Jesus guarantees that we can be justified, made right with God. It guarantees that Jesus' blood was enough to ratify this new covenant with him. And so here you see covenant and confirmation, all from the God of peace. And then the Hebrew writer also identifies God as the shepherd, that great shepherd of the sheep. He is the one. Shepherds guide and feed and protect. And this is what our God comes to do. When we're people of his blood, of his covenant, uh, he who raised, is risen from the dead, he is perfectly able to shepherd us, to guide us, to provide for us and feed us, and to protect us. He's the great shepherd of the sheep. And he said, may that kind of God, uh, marshalling all of these things together in the God of peace, may he equip you then with everything good for doing his will. This awesome God, this great shepherd, this, this one who, who shed his blood for us and rose from the dead, he is perfectly able to say whatever God's will means for you today, he has what it takes to equip you to do that will. I don't know what the conversations he's asking you to have today. I don't know the responsibilities he's asking you to undertake today. I don't know the challenges you have at work as you fulfill his calling at work. But may he indeed equip you for every good work. And then, and then I love this prayer. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. Sometimes I just pray that to the Lord. I, I say, Jesus, work in me what is pleasing to you. What a powerful prayer. That today, 
God would work in us things that would in turn please him. Not necessarily please me, not necessarily please other people, but I want to please God. And may he work in me that which is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you. Thank you. You are the God of peace who died for us and rose from the dead. You're the great shepherd. And we pray that you will equip us today for every good work and work in us, we pray, what pleases you to your glory, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.